today's a brand new morning since the morning you moved in. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, we're back on WPTF at 9.07. We're uh, broadcasting this morning from the Executive Mansion. Uh, second time, I'm surprised we haven't done it. We almost did it during uh, Governor McCory's, uh, I don't know, remember what happened there, but uh, we were we were supposed to, to broadcast over there during that one. We uh, did during the Purdue administration. Uh, and... Uh, we hope to keep this uh, keep the show going for <laughs> for a few more years, and maybe do this again uh, sometime because it's uh, it's such a nice property, just a, a gorgeous historic property, and uh, it's not just the house. The house is uh, if you if you don't know about the Oakwood section of Raleigh, there, there's nothing to compare with this Victorian mansion. But there are some beautiful Victorian houses in this section of of town there are some um, houses that are uh, pretty big that were used by the government the state government for a while i think uh, at least one of them is under private ownership now maybe by a real estate company they've bought it this and just some gorgeous houses no that uh, victorian Street, houses yeah. yeah i had i had offices there when i was attorney general i had an sbi field office and the whole it network of uh, of the SBI was there, and and my dear wife, along with late the late Senator Tony Rand, helped turn that street, Blunt Street, all those homes, uh, in into livable homes now, rather than state office buildings, and they are now for the purpose for which they were built for people to live in. So I'm. I'm gonna brag on that a little bit. Which about, house is about that? Linda. Almost all those houses. All those houses over here. Which one was your your office in? My office was the one that has the. It, it has, well, all I can name is that it is the big chocolate one. <laughs> yeah, because you know a, a lot of these houses are based on, I guess, the family that built it or something. Yeah, they, they all have names. I, I don't. I but, don't uh, really remember, but it, it was. Uh, it was a shame to see when they would put fluorescent lights in there. Yeah. Uh, just destroying the character. Drill holes in the wall. Uh, at one point there, they were taking some kind of foam and insulating them, destroying the historic character. And, and Linda got busy and teamed up with uh, Senator Tony Rand from Fayetteville, who was very powerful, and turned all those state buildings into private residences now. With covenants on them, right? So right. That, that's a little story there. Yeah, that I have been wanting to tell about my dear wife. Absolutely, for quite some time. Well, you you should. She's done a lot uh, for historic preservation. Uh, 
but if you've never, if you're new to Raleigh or have never been to come to the Oakwood section, walk around a little bit. It's be a great day to do that. There's a nice little restaurant down there. It's been there for years. Uh, Side Street, beautiful. Uh, so, um, you know, it's uh, just a beautiful area. So, and walk around. You can see a lot of the the grounds of the Governor's Mansion. And hopefully, at some point, I don't know if they, they used to have docents and tours here. I don't know if they're going to start that up at any point. I don't know. I'll, I'll check with Charles in a minute. Yeah. So uh, Monica Wood is out at the State Farmer's Market. Miss Monica, how are you doing? Good. I hope you guys are. Yes, ma'am. We're, we're doing fine. We're doing good. It is sitting out on the porch. Couldn't be, uh, I mean, you couldn't have a prettier place. And it's, it's uh, certainly uh, a gorgeous day. Nice breeze coming through here. And uh, we're having a good time. It's a beautiful morning for that, I tell you. I couldn't ask for any better. Yeah. By the way, Monica, I hear you had a lot of folks out there trying to find out where we were supposed to be on Saturday. <laughs> well, they they certainly came came and got your plants, uh, Rufus, all your plants. And Miss Monica, you, you owe Miss Monica uh, a, a hellebore. I certainly do, and, and I've got her already potted up. <laughs> and the, the, there was uh, another man that... that Mike uh, is doing a story on me for the the Bar Association. Yeah, he was supposed to come out and take some pictures of us. And he was coming out there, and he said they had the best time trying to find us that he he had never seen. Hasn't he ever heard of a snipe hunt? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then Phil was driving around and around and around. I was having a great time trying to find me. We had a great time getting to the to the uh, station. Yeah, we certainly yeah, did. Yeah, you there. don't want to talk about that. Uh, yeah, Junior that's, that's just that's just law breaking stuff right there. We won't. Talk, we won't even get into that. Uh, everybody was safe. Everybody yeah. all worked out. That's right. So uh, before I, I talk to you about uh, the market, uh, Miss Monica, let me let me do a little commercial here for uh, for Maryland. Cox at uh, I Must Garden. It's a great time to enjoy your garden and the perfect time to you know, just fuss over newly emerging perennials and admire those flowering azaleas. They've Everything's looked pretty this year. And it's also a perfect time to protect your garden from damaging pests with I Must Garden natural repellents. Stop the deer and rabbits from eating your flowers. Stop moles from ruining your lawn. Stop the voles from ravaging your plants and stop the squirrels from driving you nuts. I'm, isn't that right? I Must Garden has taken great care in developing safe and effective repellents to control wildlife damage. Made with natural ingredients and botanical oils, I Must Garden repellents are pleasantly scented, effective, rain resistant, and eco friendly. They're available as sprays, concentrates, and granular. You'll find IMOS Garden repellents at your locally owned independent garden center and hardware stores such as Southern States and Carborough, Hudson Hardware Stores, of course, uh, Nelsa and Phil, Nelsa at Campbell Road, uh, Nelsa at uh, the Garden Hut, I'm sorry, Garden Hut in Fuqua Verena. I'll get it straight eventually. Campbell Road Nursery owned by Phil Campbell. You can find all these products, and y'all do endorse uh, the uh, all of these products. I mean, y'all have had yes, great experience. Yes, they're wonderful. With them. Yeah, 
And, and while you're uh, you're visiting all these great places, be sure to uh, check out the other IMOS garden repellents for snakes, dogs, cats, mosquitoes, and more. Start protecting your garden today with the repellent made right here in the Triangle, IMOS Garden. For tips and more on getting a rid of pests in your garden, visit imusgarden.com. Miss Monica, I bet it's pretty out there this morning. What you what you got? Still got some strawberries? We do. I tell you, strawberries are rolling in here. Um, the weather's been good for those here the past week or so, and they have worked hard to, to get them harvested and get them in here. And uh, saw them coming in by the truckloads this morning, actually. So they're down there and ready to go. And nothing better than those fresh North Carolina strawberries. Definitely a good sign that spring is here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Vegetable-wise, a lot of people eating asparagus right now. You you getting some of that in? We do. We've got asparagus coming in. We have some of the hydroponic lettuces, uh, greenhouse cucumbers, um, different varieties of those coming in now also, as well as tomatoes. And not just your regular um, red slicing tomatoes. We also have some deep steaks, um, German Johnson's, and a few other heirlooms, as well as some cherry tomatoes. So... Um, those are always delicious. If you've never tried them, they're they're still good. I know some folks hesitate because they're greenhouse grown, but they still have a really good flavor. Yeah, they sure do. Rufus, have you tried any uh, tomatoes at the farmer's market? I mean, you're such a tomato I, guy. I had one on a sandwich this morning. Oh. and, and it, This it, morning? Yes, this morning. Wow. About, about right. 6 o'clock. That could be a met, part of a Mediterranean diet, but you had mayonnaise and uh, white bread and, and light bread. You're light exactly bread. right. Okay, so that's and these, these were labeled just red tomatoes. I didn't know what kind they were, but they were absolutely plush and delicious. And of course, they had to be hot house, but they were good. Glad to hear. So, and, what, and my favorite thing are tomatoes with a lettuce wedge. Oh, yes. Yum. And bacon on it. Rufford cheese. Gotta have the bacon. Yeah, gotta have the bacon. Whew. Yeah, so what else you got out there, Miss Monica? Um, well, along with the vegetables, we have some Brussels sprouts actually coming in and various different greens like spinach, kale, mustard greens, turnip greens. I haven't have a few um, mushrooms coming in also. And you can still find sweet potatoes, a few apples, um, shelled pecans, or they're still all around. And even some Swiss chard I saw, which is one of those things we don't always have, but we do have a vendor that has some of that coming in right now. And um, also a large variety of cut flowers um, are in right now. Beautiful arrangements. And if you're having a special occasion coming up, you want to bring out a, a container or a vase for them to put together something just for just for you, the colors you want. They'll be glad to do that also. Just um, bring it out and talk to those guys and get your order in. They do bridal bouquets and all sorts of things. So, um Never been out and seen the cut flowers. They're absolutely beautiful, and uh, those brighten up anyone's home. Mm, I bet so, yeah. So uh, up in the market shops, they yes, um, uh, sold out of everything for Easter, I bet. So w- what do they got now? Uh, well, they have got a little bit of everything in there. Um, you know, with our bakery, you can find those sourdough breads. You can find cakes and pies, fresh-squeezed oranges and lemonades. We have North Carolina wines in there. The um, seafood also coming in fresh from the coast. We have 
um, all kinds of meats and cheeses, and of course, three, two, one coffees in there. And you can't forget the Rufus dog down at the Market Grill. So can't forget that. That's right. So be sure to get by and check all those guys out. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of. Um, I think it's Teachers Appreciation Week coming up around the first of May, and of course Mother's Day along the same time. And always a good time to start thinking about maybe getting those gifts together. They put together little gift baskets and just a lot of really unique gift items available in there, um, as well as graduation coming up. Uh, if you're thinking about some graduation um, gift ideas, there are some things in there I think would make wonderful gifts, as well as, you know, getting ready for those cookouts and parties. You can find a lot of a lot of unique um, food items in there to help you along with that. Sounds good to me. Rufus, would a, uh, if you chopped up some tomatoes into little pieces like we ate in Israel, would... Could you put that? How would that be on a hot dog? Oh, that'd be magnificent. Just that would add to the the Rufus dog. And they're getting that down now to where I really do enjoy it. And had two last Saturday. Great. I mean, and, if you and if you really a, really enjoyed it, would you eat three? Uh, I I could be talked into it, and, and they've got a picture of it up on the wall. And, of course, you can get these, uh, what are those things, that, that machine that goes pop, pop, pop? Pop. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> get those? Yeah. And uh, the, what, what's the thing with the big shrimp in it? What's that called? <laughs> I think they do a shrimp shrimp burger. I can't remember if it has another name. But, um, something like well, that, shrimp that shrimp is so big, it just, it's head. It's like a prawn. Tan. Yeah, <laughs> prawn. Prawn. That's, the prawn. Way that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the prawn. Yeah. So. Prawn dog. Yeah. Good stuff there. They they and uh, we had breakfast there when we were out out of the market in December. They brought us some breakfast. That was all good. So, yeah, they they're very versatile. And you have a couple of other restaurants there. We do our that would just pour it on. Yeah, and um, our seafood restaurant as well. And uh, you know, if you've never been out and had those homemade biscuits from the State Farmers Market restaurant, you're missing out. Um, that's a treat. And um, they do breakfast and lunch all day, um, open until 3 p.m. daily. And, of course, the seafood restaurant, just good calabash-style seafood and um, wonderful place to come, either one, and bring your family out and enjoy a great meal here at the market. And, you know, if you're looking at gardening today and getting out working in the yard a little bit, you can come out and have breakfast at the restaurant and stroll on over to our um, farmer's area and shop for all your plants and flowers. We have a huge selection right now coming in um, anything you can imagine vegetable plants bedding plants annuals house plants shrubbery trees and the list just goes on and on beautiful hanging baskets geraniums all sorts of things we got uh, we've got donuts and coffee here at the governor's mansion this morning <clears throat> so i haven't i haven't tried the donut Donuts, but uh, they're mighty tasty. Thank you, Phil. Yes, sure Phil they are. you're welcome. Phil brought those. Just remember there. the apple fritters. The apples are really good for you. They're healthy. You know, and something else, Monica. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. It's optimism. Yeah, you know, something else, Monica. I, and you may have said it, but and I missed it. But I'm getting wonderful asparagus right now. Kind of harvesting that. So, um, you know, just I picked a few at my mother's farm and been picking a few at the garden hut. But I, I'm not sure if it's rabbit or deer. Or, or two-legged people, but something's getting there and getting a bunch of them. And I'm still collecting right much, and it's so tender and yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And, you know, there's there's the regular green asparagus, and some of our farmers also have the purple asparagus. Mm-hmm. So mm. have a selection you can choose from. Well, uh, let's see. 
super sod. I bet they they're going crazy. They are so much demand. Um, Those loads of sod have been rolling in, um, and you know that's a great place to go if you're looking to just maybe change out some things in your lawn. Um, They'll be glad to help you out, or you maybe have some issues, and they have a lot of different lawn care products they can help you out with. They have a little plot there showing the different types of grasses. And I uh, always say you can buy it by the truckload, or you can just buy it by the roll. You know, they'll yeah. I mean, if you got a, a, a regular size pickup, you can you can get a pallet if that's all you need. If you, that's you're right. patching, but I, you know, we were kind of a, the in between time. Now, if you if you have a problem with some fescue, uh, sod is definitely the way to go right now for that. Uh, that's your best chance, and it's a little too probably a little too early for the warm season, but especially based on the crazy weather we've had lately. But, uh, you know, there a lot of people getting different types of grass out there. Also, uh, market imports. Yes, um, if you're looking at a special container or, you know, to maybe add to your patio or your landscape, you can definitely find it over there. They have hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of different ones to choose from. And, um, fountains, trellises, indoor home furnishings, and uh, just so much more. It's a great place to come and walk around another great place and maybe find a special gift for someone as well. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hear that we allegedly will be out there in May. Yes, that's what we're looking for. I believe the date we're looking at is May 14th, and we're looking right. forward to that. Yeah, and, we, uh, uh, we definitely are. It's going to be a busy and special week for us because we're also going to be bringing back Strawberry Day after a couple of years of us not being able to have. Is that where we throw strawberries <laughs> at, at people? or? Well, no. We'll just oh. be promoting strawberries hot and heavy and just, you know, handing out some special, um, hopefully some type of special strawberry dessert that the State mm-hmm. Farmers Market Restaurant prepares. Better have. And recipes, and just kind of celebrate North Carolina strawberries that day. So, do you have the recipes and stuff? Do you have the recipes on on your website when when there are winners? Um, we have. You can connect to those through um, the department's website. I believe it's also ncstrawberries.com. Mm. Um, there's a lot of North Carolina strawberry recipes on there. Some of the past winners from dessert contests and things like that you can find and. Um, we're just looking forward to being able to bring back our commodity days again. Yeah. Is the Strawberry Queen going to be there or, or uh, Miss Strawberry or whatever she is? Well, Susie the Strawberry may be here for that. Um, Susie the strawberry. strawberry Queen. We have a Peach Queen and a Watermelon Queen in North Carolina, though, so they'll be here later in the season. Okay. Susie the Strawberry. Yes, Susie the Strawberry will I'll be, be there. And, I'll um, be there and see her. Yes, and I did want to mention anybody that's coming out now to our craft shed, we do have some construction going on there. Um, some of our vendors, like the stonework folks and some of the soap, the homemade soaps and the urban spice folks, they're still there in place. But our folks that were under the shed, like the kettle corn, the baskets, the hot sauce, the gourmet lemonade, they've moved down temporarily to our farmer's area near the plant. So they're still here if anybody's coming out looking them. And um, be sure to support those guys. That kettle corn is absolutely best ever. If you've never tried it, got to do so. Uh, are the peanut people out there? They are. They're down. Yeah. Um, I believe they're up more towards the produce end right now. Um, they're, you know, kind of hop around different places from right. weekend to weekend. But they're here as well as a lot of Fantastic. the other baked goods. Carrot cake ladies here today too. I spotted her out this morning. 
The carrot cake lady? Yes, if you've never had her carrot cake, it's delicious. No, I haven't. Wow, yes. okay. I'll have to try that. Well, thank you, Miss Monica. Yes, and thank you guys, and come see us. We're here seven days a week. <laughs> well, we'll be there. It may be a short period of time. <laughs> we're there, but <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll certainly be there. That's right. You guys have a good one, and hope y'all enjoy your day there at the governor's mansion. Yeah, yeah. We, have we're a great having, one, we're just kind of hanging out. <laughs> we know where the bathroom is. There you go. I saw some of the pictures on Facebook, and it was looking beautiful there. I saw those yeah. dragons. Yeah, 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 the snaps are gorgeous. What uh, what what do y'all like best now? Nelson was uh, showing us what she called. I walked all the way over there. She said it was a banana grove, banana plantation, plantation. banana plantation, and just some short banana trees. Uh, I guess they're going to be growing up. I don't know what variety they are, but uh, so yeah, that ought to be interesting looking. That'll look like a jungle. Baju, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. That's the more common yeah. type. Well, and the real the, aggressive growing one. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, it's the one that makes it around here through the winter most of the time. So yeah. Yeah, it's the taller one. It's not the dwarf one. Yeah. Yeah, I like the tall one. But yeah, it was fun to see the the calicanthus, the the sweet bubby, uh, little. You can tell a plant was there years ago. Probably an old old fashioned one. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the other one I had pointed out? Oh, gosh, there's a mulberry back the there. The mulberries, yeah, Vitex, yeah. Old anemones. Um, and um, a big, tall PG hydrangea on yeah. that corner. That thing's yeah. probably 12 feet tall, and it's going to be spectacular yeah. this fall. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it one of them that, uh, like, strawberry shortcake? or no, it's that, an old-fashioned old PG. Yeah. It's an old one, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not a limelight or anything. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, old school, Mike. Old school. Mm-hmm. I like old school. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. Uh, my favorite here are the longleaf pines because I've got, as you know, I've got the pine forest in my in the front of the house that I planted years ago. Which and, house? Uh, you got about twenty <laughs> houses over there. In front of our house, we live in. <laughs> We're the azaleas <laughs> and rhododendron are. But um, I just like pines. I. I don't know, and I've always liked riding down through towards the sand hills, mm-hmm. and you were talking about it, seeing the, the small ones that are just popping out of the ground, yep. and yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's My daddy grew up in the sand hills, but he grew up in the sand hills of South Carolina. <clears throat> right. You know, just across the line but down toward Mac U- Yeah, US-1, going from Southern Pines down yeah. that way, down. They're, I mean, they're beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. And you I love see it. those a lot when I covered races at Rockingham. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a long time ago. Well, Miss Monica, you be sweet now. You too. I don't we'll think you know how through. to do anything else, but you be sweet. <laughs> I'll try. All right. Take care. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We're at the Executive Mansion in downtown Raleigh, uh, the home of the governor and first lady. 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Uh, we have beautiful gardens uh, in the Triangle area, and this is one of them. However, it's uh, not always open to the public. We hope that they will be able to do that uh, soon after we get all this COVID out of the way. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. It's 929. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 
All right, a little decorum here on the porch as we're back on the air. 919-860-9783. It's, it's like a free-for-all. The donuts uh, and coffee and, and uh, the most beautiful view out here in the most beautiful morning. This is the way every spring morning should be. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. The black cow process helps to repurpose manure. And I never thought I'd say that, repurposing manure. So it is environmentally friendly. It's beneficial for your garden and your lawn because it is perfect compost. Black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils, and it helps to retain moisture too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out the website at blackcow.com. 9.38 WPTF time. Let's uh, talk to Steve uh, from Garner. Hey, Steve. Hey. How are you, my friend? Well, since you ask, I'm back in the hospital. Oh, oh no, Steve. I'm sorry. But... Uh, the uh, nurses, Lauren, Faye, and Mika at uh, the uh, bone marrow uh, clinic or the ward at UNC in Temple Hill treated me like a prince. Well, I'm, I'm, they should. They absolutely yeah. should, and I'm glad they, they are. They've been really good to me. I'm so uh, glad. We're not going to be, we were going to be at Campbell Road next week. To see you, yeah. But my church organized a work day, so I got to be in my garden to make sure they do things right. Absolutely, well, I understand well, that. But we'll think about you. You can call us too if you want to. Yeah, yeah, I will be. But uh, I had a treat for you last week, and you missed it. Oh, we missed Aww. everything last week. <laughs> we missed a lot of treats last week too, and I'm sorry we yeah. missed you. I had, I had a. I had a piece of pig picking cake. I was going to show you what it, and let you taste it, what it looked, tastes like. You know, I, I feel really, I mean, grew, grew up in Nash County. I never had any pig picking cake, to my knowledge. Everybody else you, here has, of course. Josh, try, Josh is from Buffalo. He's never had any. Did so, you try to find out what it was? Uh, yeah. It, it involves pineapple. I know that. And my yeah, mama made uh, pineapple uh, upside down cake. Pineapple and... Uh, my wife knows better than I do. It's got anyway, whipped cream and pineapple and something. One of your special re- uh, listeners made that cake for us, and I was going to share it with you. Well, you know, we'll uh, we'll have to try again. <laughs> we'll be we'll be back at the market on May fourteenth. I'm told. Well, if I have a treat, I'll bring it to you. <laughs> All right, I, I appreciate it. Just just and bring your your wife and yourself. The uh, worms like black cow, too, you know. Absolutely, and I like to see yeah. the, the worms working there. And my garden is looking better than it ever has. And this illness has allowed me to share it with nurses and paramedics and uh, all kinds of people that have come to visit me. I've had more people in my garden this year than I've ever had oh, in my that's garden. That's nice. That's great. Yep. And I'm holding you to come and see it. 
Well, Rufus and I going to Rufus and I going to have to do that. Yep. We're going to pile yep. in the car and and uh, come out. We'll we'll I promise that we will do that. I can't afford it, but I'm open for a live show if you want to do it. <laughs> I wish we could. I wish we oh, could. Oh, you guys, I love you guys so much. Well, we love, love you too, Mike. To uh, yeah, if Steve. People we, don't listen to it; they're missing a treat. Yeah, they they should. They they should listen. I I think it's uh, you know it's. It's a dying type of uh, radio show. They're not. They're not uh, many not, like not, this around. Not with Mike really around. It's not dying. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, this is this type of this type of show is. It's just not. It's just not on anymore. It uh, was passe a long time ago, and you know that. Uh, we, Mr. Curtis uh, told me that he's had uh, consultants tell him that, you know, years ago that they need to. To get rid of, uh, you know, you don't you don't need this, and he would he would take them and show them the ratings book and the bottom line, <laughs> yep. and they say okay, shows you what consultants. Well, no. I have been singing your praises to everybody that has visited me, so you should have more listeners now. Well, I I appreciate it, and we love all of them, Steve. You you. Uh, Take care, my friend, and we'll we'll hopefully see you soon. Thank you for letting me talk to you. Absolutely, uh, anytime. Love you guys. We love you too. Love you too. That's our friend Steve, the Hemerichalis King. He's got uh, hundreds of of uh, daylilies in his backyard, and and a member of the Hemer, a strong, longtime member of the Hemerichalis Society. That's a very tight knit group, and uh, some great people. Uh, the clubs, uh, the Rock Garden Club and uh, the Bonsai Club and Hemerichalis, all of the, oh, and the Daylily Club, Daylilies, where is that? i got to find that. Yeah, we'll, uh, not Daylilies, but uh, Iris, Iris Society. I need to find that. We'll take a break. The Iricalis. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa sent, sent me some pictures. I don't, these are, she must have taken these pictures in Israel. I, I don't know. I don't think. Now that was that is an extremely probably thousands of years old. Wow. That olive. that olive wow. tree. Yeah. Great goodness. Yeah, I don't remember where that was. She didn't and tell me where. I don't remember. For those of you who can't see through the radio, it is a very <laughs> large. We're yeah. probably talking about maybe what a forty foot uh, base around yeah. that thing. It is a very gnarly old olive tree um the leaves are beautiful silvery blue and it is one of the ro- most romantic <laughs> trees to me that's the reason the impressionists painted yeah. them they love them so and much and they're all over israel i think this was in the uh the mount of olives, Mount of olives. it looks like it yeah There's some o- overlooking huge there because that's uh you know it's a real slope of a hill it's a big big hill uh, and a slope, and, and there are gardens there, and there are olive trees and, and other plants, and beside that, an ancient Jewish cemetery. And uh, you look across, and you can see the Western Wall, the original, the remaining original part of uh, of the uh, the old city of Jerusalem, and and the Temple Mount where the ancient Jewish temple was. So, and where they had uh, had a lot of problems a couple of weeks ago or last week or whenever it was. I guess it was last week that uh, they had had some had some problems uh, 
during Ramadan, Easter, and uh, Passover. also Passover going uh, at the same time. That didn't happen very often. So I'm not that, sure, Mike, that our audience knows that Pam is an expert on the Bible and plants. Yeah, that's what that, I want her to tell me what that that uh, crazy sticker plant was. I want you to do some research. What are the possibilities? It was low growing, and they were black, needle-like thorns. There are so many brushy, thorny things. And I didn't it's stay probably there. Probably something look in up. the Solanaceae family. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. Once I got up off the ground and out of the bush, I took off. <laughs> were there any? Were there any leaves at all? Yes. Were they like small leaves or were they fuzzy, fuzzy leaves? He was running remember. too hard. I don't remember. remember. I was running for my life. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it could have been an old rose. Who knows? It could have been. <laughs> there are a lot I know, of native I've never roses seen, there. seen anything yeah. like that. And when I'm stuck by thorns on a rose, uh, there's just blood there. These are just, <laughs> these are tiny, teeny needle-like yeah. thorns that stayed with me. There are some the roses that are very, very furry like that, though. I think about that old Theresa Bruget. Yeah. Was it Bruget? Or the, it was a beautiful rose, an antique rose. But she was hairy with thorns. I mean, it was really this wicked. This was probably yeah. less than a, this is probably a foot high, maybe. Okay. Well, Mike thought it was a burning bush, so he was running well, so it fast. It was burning after it hit him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, for a while there. Well, you, uh, one time we were walking around my garden, and I... Said, boy, I've got me a biblical plant here. I said, some call it a Solomon seal, mm. and you you puffed up and broke my balloon I'm sorry. about it not being a biblical plant. <laughs> so, what is Solomon seal? Solomon seal is a native plant, uh, but the seal of Solomon is the shape of a crown. If you remember how uh, cartoons draw princes and princesses with this zigzag top crown. Well, that is, a, that is a symbol that was used on the seal of Solomon. And every fairy tale that you've ever seen, or if children grow, grow uh, draw crowns, it's that zigzag shape. And that is what they looked for for the Solomon seal. So that was, our Solomon seal is a native plant. It's not something that's indigenous over there. So um, it's just that when people came to America, they were looking for similarities. And oftentimes when things are named here, they're very different from their European counterparts, like robins, because they had a red breast, they named them robin. But the European, the little robin of England, is very, very different. And same thing with some of the pines, the cedars, the oaks. Um, oftentimes that would happen. And it's um, probably the most famous is the passion flower that our maypop or passion flower that passiflora was um, taken by Jesuit priests who came to the Central America and South America and saw this and they thought well this depicts the passion of Christ we'll use this to explain to the indigenous peoples about our faith and it's the same kind of thing with Solomon's seal. Well I have a plenty so when we're out there a little bit later please take some somebody if they you got Solomon Seal, Phil? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I have some of yours. It, it will spread, it will. but it's pretty. It's a native, and it's beautiful, and I love it. And um, there is an Asian. Does it have a bloom? Too. Yeah, little tiny really? white dangling flowers, and there's a false Solomon Seal, too. That, yeah. That's, has but this is the real flower. thing you gave me in it. Yeah, oh, it's the real <laughs> thing. No false, is it? No, no false. <laughs> All right, well, that's yeah. good. I look forward to the bloom. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Now, Melissa says that uh, Garden of Gethsemane and the, the Mount of Olives, that's where, yeah, I thought it was, I thought that's where it was, that uh, huge, thousands of years old uh, olive tree. Is your lawn looking a little ragged from winter critter damage? Maybe molds have dug tunnels in your lawn. Have plants been devoured by voles? Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by molds and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. Available in liquid and granular, I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that is effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. Did you know that many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect of killing other animals too? But not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. I Must Garden Repellents are sold all over the triangle. Look for I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. In the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as the Town and Country Hardware Stores in Chapel Hill, Cary, and Raleigh, and the Triangle Pharmacy and Ace Hardware Stores in Durham, also at the Garden Hut and at Campbell Road Nursery. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other I Must Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, moles, voles, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe, and humane repellents from I Must Garden. You know, our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited in Raleigh and Cary have a pretty cool feeder you can win this month. It's a clear dome feeder that protects your feed and feathered friends against the weather. And Wild Birds Unlimited is also including a super blend seed for your birds with essential protein and calcium from nesting families. And to win it, go to the contest tab at WPTF.com and register. I believe this is the last weekend you can do this. It's been for the month of April. To win, go to contest tab at WPTF.com, and you can register there. And thanks to our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited. Pam, uh, you've been working. I've been looking at some of the, you, your gardens, the garden parts that you've shown us are just gorgeous. Well, thank you. It's been a, such a good spring. Everybody's been remarking on that, that it's, been long and cool it seems like the bloom stayed on the dogwood for the entire month of april uh, we had a, a exceptional year so far for the deciduous azaleas i've had a lot of those blooming in my garden the native azaleas and i want to give a shout out to phil for helping host the gardeners of wake county's azalea sale that was very successful and she's so kind to let them use part of her property while they're selling this as a fundraiser to raise money for scholarships for horticulture students. And I believe there's still some plants that may be for sale out there. Is that the case? There's a few. There's a few encores and then just a few others. There's, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 of the others. But we had, we had quite a, they uh, had quite a few encores that they left for us. So I appreciate that. Yes. Do they and sell, do they usually sell deciduous varieties they if do. they, they sell. do they yeah. do and yeah. those go first yeah, yeah. I, I thought so yeah I, I told them i said y'all need a, a little bit better market and 
strategy here because, uh, you know, you should have had about a half of a house of the uh, deciduous. I agree. There's a lot of interest. A lot of interest in those. Uh, I remember Johnny Hood had one. He lived out off. They're just gorgeous. um, South Raleigh, Penny Road. Yes. And he had a, a native. It was pink. Yes, the pinkster, yeah, the Piedmont azalea, and that is so sweetly fragrant, too. That's oh, I didn't the, know that. That's the nice thing about these is, um, and again, the hummingbirds love them, the butterflies. I've seen more of my t- early tiger swallowtails on the deciduous azaleas than just about anything else in the garden right now. Mm. Yeah. Well... What are uh, so? What are you doing in your garden right now? What, oh, what are some of the things boy. all of us can be doing? <laughs> well, one thing I'm getting ready to do is put in some caladium bulbs. I had ordered some, and it's about time. It'll be it'll be warm enough soon. I won't be putting them into the ground. I'll be putting them into containers, and those are a little bit warmer because of the potting soil in there, um, and the containers heat up quite a bit. So I'll go ahead and get those in. Um, Other things to consider doing is I'm, like Phil and Nelsa both advised, is I'm holding off on putting in my tomatoes or peppers or anything like that yet, Um, but cleaning up, uh, putting in some herbs. I did, um, I can't resist, I did go ahead and plant a basil transplant, you know. I know it's iffy, especially this week, but but, um, I might have to go out there and cover it up. But just walking the garden and seeing day by day how much everything is changing and popping out. The hosta are up. Uh, so many things are already coming on to their own, and it's it's just been a magnificent spring. Yeah. And, and shopping. <laughs> so, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you all recommend people be doing? Uh, not No annuals yet or annuals? Can we? What, what, how do y'all come down on that? Nelson? I mean, uh, sure. Um, I mean, we're petunias are tough. I mean, they're going to be able to handle even thirty degrees, thirty-two degrees because they've been th- they've been acclimated. They're not just coming out of a greenhouse. They've been outside. So there's a lot of annuals that are hardened off. They're tough. They're great in containers. They're great as bedding. Um, we are, um, you know, selling vinca now. They do like the heat, so they were a little bit in shock the other day. But um, yeah, we're full swing with most uh annuals now but there are a few that we're we're saying hey use caution whatever even the basil so like um you know i usually grow my own crops of basil so we're on our fourth crop and we usually grow 96 per week um and so we'll we'll, we will set those out today um but we'll probably bring them in if it gets too too chilly because they really just don't like that cold but perennials, oh my goodness, they have been stunning this year. There's lots of great varieties. Uh, they can handle the weather that we're having. They look great um, both in containers and in the ground. And um, like I say, there are so many with fragrance, uh, with different colors and textures and foliage. So um, we're just full swing with that. And of course, we've been enjoying, uh, like right now, Scotch blooms. Scotch brooms are coming into bloom. That's a tough one to say, a tongue twister. 
Um, that's a really stunning. Oh yeah, plant. it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there, you know, there's there's viburnums, there's wygelias that are really starting to oh, yeah. crack now and look good. Versus versus most are you know red buds and oh, the red bud foliage. Oh my gosh, the flamethrower and mm-hmm. a rising sun are just looking fabulous. Um, but you know, most of our trees have kind of gone through and bloomed. I mean, our service berries are done and uh, dogwoods and stuff like that. But still, there's the foliage. But there's just so much color to be had. There's something to see different every week and that's the beauty of being in this industry and walking around your garden center or your own garden is just the wow factor yeah. and, and it's so interesting to me i have a friend that travels back and forth from the beach and um that it, it now lives there and it was so funny when she texted me i don't know it was a couple months ago like what are these trees they're at every single exit between here and <laughs> you know and i'm like oh my god like you don't notice them in the summer when when i go to the beach but it just was funny to me i'm like oh my god could you not find a better plant to look at but it, they were bradford pears that are at every exit <laughs> but it's just With funny what people see so when they see so invasive now right so right, right. endangered yeah yes 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 you could see them everywhere you could see pears everywhere everywhere yeah. this yeah. year yeah, yeah. So. but i guess my point is just like what people see when it is yeah, you know that's right but and then it's just so much to see who would ever think you'd have a bounty on a bradford pair yeah, really? <laughs> right. good old dot <laughs> yeah i'll uh i'll follow up a little bit to nelson right quick uh i you know uh she was saying every a lot of things have bloomed out like the red buds and and um dogwoods and things but now is a really good time before it gets hot to go ahead and get those planted because then next year when you see them blooming, you're going to go, oh, my goodness. It's kind of like bulbs. You go, oh, no, I forgot to put get one of those and put it in. So it's a really good time. I mean, um, you know, Pete, uh, some of the uh, weeping cherries and uh, things like that that you really enjoy looking at when they're blooming, it's time to put them in now. And the glorious thing is with the research and development that's been doing with these trees is it's just like the tree that WPTF is donating to the mansion grounds today. Um, Many of these trees, the foliage is sometimes more spectacular even than the bloom because what the the radio station is uh, is donating today is a ruby creek and yeah and uh, and phil campbell and and charles and his crew are putting it in it's a ruby falls red bud Mm -hmm. with burgundy leaves weeping all i did was put out uh, mulch yesterday and i had a physical and the doctor said why you got pine straw all over you (laughs) we'll be back (laughs) 